0: John chapter 11 verses 17 through 26 when Jesus arrived he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days now Bethany was near Jerusalem some two miles away and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother when Martha heard that Jesus was coming she went and met him while Mary stayed at home Martha said to Jesus Lord if you had been here my brother would not have died but even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him Jesus said to her your brother will rise again Martha said to him I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day Jesus said to her I am the resurrection and the lie those who believe in me even though they die will live and everyone who lives and believes in me will never die do you believe this the Word of God for the people of God Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, when we feel buried by life circumstances, when we feel hopeless, remind us that you are never far away and that the hope of the resurrection is always near. Lord, I ask that the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Jesus, let Lazarus die. I don't want to believe it I don't like the sound of that that's not who I want to believe Jesus is I want to believe in a Jesus who would go out of his way he would do everything possible to save someone's life but in this story Jesus let Lazarus die. there's no way around it let's review the whole story we'll move back earlier in John chapter 11 Jesus has gone away to the other side of Jericho, near the place where he was baptized. We're not sure why he was there. Perhaps he was getting in touch with his spiritual roots. Maybe he'd gone away for prayer and meditation. He might have been there because the people in Jerusalem were looking to kill him. It could have been a hideout. Regardless, he is only about 15 miles away from from Martha and Mary's home. And then Martha and Mary send a request to him, uh, Lord, come help. Uh, Our brother's sick, come and help. Now, Martha and Mary are no strangers to Jesus. They're among his closest friends. It was Mary who had anointed Jesus with that costly perfume, perfume that cost an entire year's wages. And so Mary and Martha loved Jesus dearly. And they were the ones pleading, Come and help our brother. If you come, you will save him. But after hearing their plea after their prayer if you will Jesus stays two more days and again we're not told why but he hangs out stays away delays his coming for another two days and then begins the short trip back to Bethany of course while he's on the way perhaps maybe before he left Lazarus dies when Jesus shows up at Martha's house. She calls him out on it. She calls him out on his delay. If you had been here My brother would not have died Soon Jesus runs into Mary as well and Mary repeats the accusation if you had been here My brother would not have died Jesus had the ability to stop it and his delay got in the way Uh, John is the apostle who tells the story and in John's gospel Jesus is uh, John focuses on Jesus' divinity more than the other three gospels in John's gospel Jesus is clearly equal with God he possesses all of the characteristics that God the Father has the power, the the abilities and so for John, Jesus surely would have known that Lazarus was going to die of course he knew what he was going to do after the death But John, John's Jesus would have known what he was doing and he let Lazarus die. He caused grief for Martha and Mary. He entered into that very grief himself as Jesus wept. But that doesn't comfort you a whole lot when your brother's lying in the tomb. Sometimes God doesn't behave like we think God ought to behave. God has the ability to enter into time and space and make everything better for us all the time. And yet often it seems that God holds back or delays. Sometimes it's as though God is absent altogether. I've been through those times in my own life. I remember when my best friend died at the age of 19, way too young. Uh, I was confused. I was angry. We had prayed for Jack that he would survive his disease. We had called for Jesus to come too, and Jesus didn't come, not in the way that I wanted. And I was a pallbearer at my best friend's funeral. All these years later, I still don't completely get it. But I kind of understand where Mary and Martha were coming from. Jesus, if you had been there, my friend. Wouldn't have had to die. Where were you? I've been in similar places in my own life. When, as a 22-year-old, I was diagnosed with cancer. That's way too young. When I was 22, I thought cancer was for old people. And when I heard the diagnosis, again, I wondered, God, where are you? I've given my life to ministry. I've given my life to following you. And this is the thanks I get? since I've been your pastor here, in these last five and a half years i was diagnosed yet again with cancer you know what it's like sometimes we have to wonder god where have you gone what are you up to you've had those experiences when you've prayed for your parents and you asked god to be present to be a healing force in their lives and it didn't come the way that you wanted perhaps you've been there praying for sick children And still the answer didn't come like you want. We're all living in that kind of age right now with COVID-19. People have told us that the reason that we're under COVID-19 is because God is judging the world for the evil that's in us. They tell us if we would just repent and pray that God would come and heal us and he would take it away. And so we have beautifully prayed, we've confessed, we've repented, and yet here we are. Rather than getting better, things are only getting worse. Restrictions are getting tighter. It can leave us wondering God, where are you? Why didn't you come when we called? if you had been here we wouldn't have to be going through this now we do have a habit of making excuses for god when we run into these difficult times and god doesn't behave like we think god ought to we want to let god off the hook one of the ways we do that is by is by saying that it's all from a lack of faith That if our faith had been better, we wouldn't be going through this. If my faith had been better, my friend would have lived. If Mary and Martha's faith would have been deeper, Lazarus wouldn't have died. We like to blame us for not getting what we need. That's a horrible thing. It's a spiritually violent thing to say to someone. I've seen people's lives damaged by that kind of accusation. When I was serving earlier in my ministry, I had the great privilege, uh, my wife and I did, of, of getting to know a, uh, a young mother and her autistic son. Uh, we kept the autistic boy. He's a great guy, but he did have the challenges that go with autism. They didn't actually go to our church. They went to another church in our city, and, and that church uh, chartered a bus to go and hear a very prominent faith healer. If I were to call him by name, you would recognize it. Uh, He was at a large convention center in Atlanta, and they were convinced that if they could get this autistic boy down to the front of the line, that the faith healer could heal him, and, and he would become a normal boy. I don't want to call it that way, but that's what they were saying. Well, they loaded him up. They did get him to that arena. They did get in the line. They worked all the way down to the front. The very famous preacher prayed for him, laid hands on him, and And everyone claimed that obviously the boy had to be healed. Except that he wasn't. When he came back to daycare the next week, he was as autistic as he'd been before. The mom wanted to know what went wrong. She was asking the same kind of question that we might ask. God, where were you? God, why didn't you? Her friends, the church folks around her, answered her. Well, your faith was too small. Do you hear that? It's your fault, your fault that your son wasn't healed. To me, it's a horrible thing to say. It's horrible theology. It creates an awful sense of guilt on people that are going through things like COVID-19. We want to let God off the hook by placing the blame on people, and that's not thats not the place to go. Another thing I hear from time to time is that people will want to take responsibility for themselves. They'll say, well, it's probably because of something I've done. I'm suffering this hardship because of my own sin. I've even had people ask me, preacher, for what sin am I atoning? you hear that? For what sin am I atoning? What have I done so bad that is making me have to suffer through this? Well, friends, the good news of the gospel is that we don't atone for our sins. It's not our place. It's not up to us to provide atonement. It is Christ, through Christ's victory at the cross and the empty tomb that atones for us. No, we don't suffer punishment to atone for our own stuff. Not at all. Christ atones for our sin. Now I've got to be honest. My fundamentalist background kind of traps me in a binary response to these situations. Uh, I'm trapped into thinking when we're faced with COVID-19, when our best friends die, when the world is falling apart, I have been trapped into the idea of either I've been bad or God's being bad. I, I couldn't see any other option for years. That if the world is falling apart I've been bad or God is being bad But what if there's another option what if there's another way of looking at it what if there's a greater truth I believe there is and this story tells us why look at Lazarus death again Lazarus didn't die because God was mad at him. Lazarus death was not a punishment for bad behavior or for sin it wasn't Jesus getting back at him. In fact, earlier in John chapter eleven, the story says explicitly that Jesus loved Lazarus. They were friends. They, uh, by by our, by any reasonable definition, uh, today, Lazarus would be considered a Christian, a man of faith. He trusted in and followed Jesus. Now, Lazarus didn't die because he had been bad. Lazarus died because he was human it goes with the territory it's a path that we'll all follow Lazarus died because people die we get sick because people get sick most of the time we get well and we're grateful for that I would suggest to you that what we're experiencing now with COVID-19 is not punishment for what we've done this isn't God getting back at us. God uh, destroying people because of our bad behavior. Uh, COVID-19 is not the judgment of an angry God. It's a sickness that comes because we are living in a world where sickness happens. Now, still it hurts. It's, we're still seriously going through pain. We may feel buried very much like Lazarus. Maybe we feel buried by the effects of COVID-19. Maybe we're uh, just covered up in loneliness. We can't be together with one another. We can't gather on Wednesday night around the table to eat. We can't gather here in the sanctuary to love and support one another. We are suffering from loneliness. We may feel buried under that. We. We may feel the pain of financial problems that come as the world around us is shut down. Perhaps we're fearful of losing jobs or have already lost jobs. Perhaps we're wondering what will become of our retirement accounts. Maybe we are in a financial crisis already or we live in fear that it's just around the corner. Maybe we're buried by our sickness or our fear of sickness. Or maybe even our fear of death. There might be other challenges that we face. It might be the thing that's burying us it might be the guilt for sins that we've committed. It might be the pain that we've suffered that others have caused in our lives. I'm fairly certain that for all of us who are feeling like Lazarus right now, for all of us that are feeling like we've been entombed in this current crisis, that we are crawling out like Martha and Mary, Jesus, come and help us. And perhaps, like Martha and Mary, we're a little bothered that Jesus seems to be delaying. Where is Jesus when we hurt You see, sometimes we do face things that are too big for us to handle. But I believe there's hope. The story gives me great hope. That while Mary and Martha thought that Jesus had failed them, Jesus did show up. He did come. I have great confidence that that Jesus does show up. In his time and for his purposes, we might be bothered like Martha that he's waited too long, but he's got a habit of being on time, on his time. And while we are here in this time, while we are feeling... Perhaps the world cave in around us while we are feeling buried in our current circumstances. I have great confidence that Jesus is standing just outside the tomb and it is getting ready to shout, Come forth. You say it may it may feel like Friday night right now. But Sunday is on the way. Amen.